Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? Welcome to the Relic Grind. It is Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means we're doing the Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast, brought to you by Ready Check Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O. If you're listening on Spotify, head on over to the website, readycheckradio.com. Click all the socials in the upper right-hand corner, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, you you name it, it's there. Click it, favorite, subscribe, tell your friends. really helps us out. Spread the word. And if you can make it live... Hang out and chat. They're a bunch of maniacs, but you'll love them anyway. Uh, And maybe get your opinions of things put on the show. Of course, we know what today is all about. Now, it is normally, gentlemen, the Final Fantasy slash Square Enix podcast. And we do a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen stuff. And then we Mm -hmm. cover a lot of Square Enix stuff. Uh, Today, I don't think we're going to be talking a lot about Square Enix extra stuff. Uh, It is pretty much going to be a Final Fantasy 14 show. Maybe maybe I'll throw in a little bit of extra near news just for you at the end. And maybe maybe a little Saga Frontier. Like maybe just briefly we'll hit you with those just to to make sure snippet. you remember. Just little snippets. Because today it is all about patch 5.5. It finally launched Tuesday. Now we've got till the end of May when part 2 launches and then Presumably a couple of months of months away from Endwalker. We're going to run it from top to bottom, give you our opinions. There's going to be a heavy opinion cast to give them. We'll start off with Chris Montoya. What's up, Tarkoth? Greetings, programs. I am doing fantabulous. Happy to be here. There is some breaking news. Like This literally just dropped on the Lodestone. I'm looking at it now. Apparently, 5.55 is getting its own title. Apparently, it's such a big... A story, and I guess this look kind of ties in with Bozja. Uh, it's getting its own title. First time a, a half patch has ever gotten its own title. It's always been part one, part two. So um, the title apparently is going to be the Great Push. So that's that's going to be exciting. Great title. I love it. <laughs> that's a joke. Mike loves it. I guess you can tell yeah, right there on his face. You, it's all over his face. If you're wondering what that's all about, go check out Snowbound, the Blizzard podcast. Airs Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, right here, Ready Check Radio. Also on the line, Adam Lane, aka Kronos. What's up, sir? <laughs> I I thought he was going to say breaking news. He just beat the MSQ. I thought that's what he thought. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, too funny. <laughs> <laughs> that will happen any moment now. That will happen any moment now. Actually, you still. So we should we should disclose that, right? So everybody, all three of us, have completed all the MSQ. I know Tark. You literally, you told us where you're yeah. at. You have like two cutscenes left. There is nothing yeah. left for you to do. So you're you're done. Chronos, uh, you finished it as well, right? Okay. Yeah, pretty, I've done pretty much everything. So. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do, gentlemen. Let's take it. Uh, we've been using the site's uh, patch site, you know, the 5.5 patch site, as kind of like our guide when we reviewed what was going to be there, when we reviewed what was going to be talked about or we thought would be talked about in the live letter. 
I think we just stick with tradition, gentlemen, and we just kind of take it from top down on the patch site, and we'll kind of give our opinions along the way. Now, we should put this disclaimer out there. When we have done shows in the past on the big patches, the dot twos, the dot threes, the dot fours, and this show relatively new, I, I know we did dot four. I can't remember if we did dot three or not. I don't, I don't think we were, we were up and so. running. So. We started after. Yeah. yeah. So we have usually waited until the second show or sometimes a little bit longer on certain things uh, to talk about spoilers. Right. We, we've never mm -hmm. done the content on Tuesday and then come in on Thursday and spoiled a bunch of shit on the show. We always at least waited till the following Thursday if we, were, we had extra opinions about spoiler stuff. I am of the persuasion here that there really isn't a lot to spoil uh, in this case. So I guess be warned, we're not going to put that safeguard in place. If you have not played the main story and you just don't want to know jack about it, then pause this, go finish it. It's not going to take you long and then come on back and you can see if your opinions align with ours. There are other places where I think spoilers might be more pertinent uh, or, or bigger, but the main story quest I don't think is one of them. So be warned, we could talk about spoilers on this show. I don't think we need that safeguard. It's not a big enough patch. They really, they really made this one tiny, tiny, tiny Kronos as far as a dot five goes. Uh, because of what they're trying to do to prep 6.0 and part two will lead into 6.0. So I guess we'll start there. As far as a dot five patch goes, uh, yeah, 24 person raid. Yeah, new trial uh, and a, a extreme version of the trial. But as far as the MSQ goes, which is the first thing we're going to do, death until dawn, unto dawn part one, I got to say, this probably wasn't that great for me. And and I'm wondering if I'm alone on this one. Ugh. I enjoyed it. It was fine. But I think they might have focused a little too much on we don't want to tease anything until part two. And maybe at the expense of part one a little bit. Literally, for me, you did nothing but touch three orbs run a dungeon and read that was it that was it <laughs> what do you think Kronos? i i kind of liked it um just the story stuff i mean yeah you didn't really do much right like you're not you're oh not, yeah i'm not, I'm not bashing dungeon, the story not, i'm not bashing the story yeah. you know i i i enjoy like i guess for me like when it comes to the msq like i mean solo instances are cool and all and i mean i'm sure a lot of people really enjoy those they don't really like get me going i guess they don't really rev me up when it comes to this game like solo instances i usually knock them out pretty quickly so like i'm really just in the msq to watch the cutscenes most of the time and like kind of see where we're going and what, what the story's doing and then run the dungeon and i for for me i i like what this patch did when it came to that but i can understand for the people that like wanted to do more i guess um yeah there wasn't a lot of that like you said you, you literally touched like three nodes uh you talk to some people and you watch some cutscenes and you run one dungeon but, yeah. but I like where the story is going. I, I absolutely so. love where the story is going. And Ferris in chat says this part of the MSQ was a massive cock tease. And I, I can't disagree, 
right? Mm -hmm. We know 100% if you did not buy the fact that we all kind of thought Xenos was going to represent the new class, the new melee DPS class, 100% he is going to be representing the the new melee DPS class. 100% whatever the weapon is would spoil the class uh, because he finds the weapon, but you don't see it. And the camera three different times in that cutscene, Tark, stops you from seeing it by putting a pillar in the way or <laughs> cutting to black. I mean, they just, the whole thing was a huge tease. And I liked the story, but as far as doing anything, there's not much to do. The dungeon click a couple of things. The cutscenes, while good and definitely moving the story, just really feel like they kind of set up what we already knew in text. Yeah, and and for the most part, the trailer kind of spoiled everything that we were doing. There was not, wasn't anything fresh or new. We pretty much knew what was coming into it with the the trailer. I really liked this MSQ though. Free TMI, come on, that was just awesome. Yeah, Fer- Ferris pointing out. By the way, and I, I did MSQ. I did forget to say this. Somebody did try and use tools to remove the pillar from the cutscene oh. uh, to data mine what weapon was behind it it's not even there it's not they're not that dumb they're not that dumb they're not that dumb it's got to be a scythe right like it has to be a scythe soul reaver yeah we already kind of saw what looked like part of a scythe in the original five five stuff uh or, or the endwalker uh trailer more specific the teaser trailer for endwalker we already saw what looks like to be a site. And yeah, you got to feel, I still to this day feel bad for Dark Knights. I Like they should have gotten Scythe when that launched uh, back in that day. I went back and watched an old episode of State of the Realm that I was on with Happy where I was all shades of pissed that Dark Knight did not have <laughs> the Scythe. I absolutely was pissed. But yeah, so great cutscenes, great story. But I don't know. I don't know. I just felt a little underwhelmed, I guess, is a, bo- a good way to say it. A good way to say it. I don't know. And I just, yeah. I just finished it. So I, I'm still I'm feeling pretty good about it. So maybe, you know, give me a, a day to sit with my feelings and maybe I'll feel differently. But right now I'm feeling pretty good about it. And I just finished that dungeon. That dungeon's one of the best dungeons of the whole expansion. I loved it. It was great. All right. Well, let's go there. Since we're talking about the main story quest... I know on the site it has us going into Yorha first, but since we're talking about MSQ, let's throw the dungeon in here. Pagalthon, uh, you love it, Tark. Let's start love with it. you then. What what did you like about it? Uh, and what was what's got you you all hyped up for it? Uh, new mechanics, especially with Luna Bahamut. Um, I like the mixing of mechanics from all sorts of different stuff. Um, I think it was during the first boss no second boss second boss where you got the uh basically the water turrets um from matoyas we got uh bismarck we got to hop up we got to whack at the node and then we get knocked back down so that was cool um you know i didn't like it in bismarck but i liked it in this dungeon boss fight having tiamat come in help us out with the ads there's the whole aesthetic the fields of pagathon when that we first see that i was like oh that is amazing and especially on the new 4K. Oh, sweet. Mwah. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Yeah. 
Are you are you of the same mind, Kronos? Because here here's here's the thing about the dungeon. Um, I got to get my bad out of the way first before we can talk about the good. It is just another Final Fantasy fourteen run in a straight line. True. Pull the packs together, nuke them all down until it'll let you go any further and and kill the bosses. Even the first time through with people I didn't know in a pug, it was mass pool, burn it down, boss fight. Mass pool, burn it down, boss fight. The only time you couldn't mass pool was in between the second and the third boss because there's the break with the dragon flight thing. So yeah. you, you had two different pools there. It keeps following in that train. I hate that. Final Fantasy, I will acknowledge, is not the only game that you know suffers from this type of dungeon design. So let's set that aside. That's always going to be my bad until they do something different, and I just don't know if that's ever going to come. But there is a lot good here, Kronos. What did you like? So yeah, I basically agree with both of you, honestly. Like I, like, but that's how all Final Fantasy fourteen dungeons are, right? Yep. Like, yeah. Like, uh, and, and we've discussed but they, this. But on here's the, show, the thing: they right? weren't always. Right. Right. True. Yeah. I'm just like I agree with you. Like I, this is I. I love the dungeon. Let me just say that first. I, I like everything that Tark said, but it's still going to be boring to run in a month from now or three weeks from now. It's it's not going to be anything different than every other dungeon. So I agree with you on that front too. But yeah, like. The first time running it was awesome. Like all the things Tarkov said is basically hit on all the points. Like uh, the bosses are pretty cool. They have some new stuff that they don't really do in dungeons, or they haven't really done before in a dungeon. Um, the second boss, like I don't know, it reminds me of a Contra boss for some reason. It's yeah, yeah it's like the yeah. Contra. Yeah, like the um, first boss, the end of the end of the first yeah. level. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's pretty cool. Uh, Lunar Bahamut's pretty cool, even though like a lot of us thought it was gonna be Ifrit and end up being Bahamut. Um, which then tells us that like all that stuff they showed in the trailer is all in the half next half patch. Well, yeah. if Reed um, is brought up in the MSQ right. afterwards, so yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I thought like the aesthetic of the dungeon is awesome, and then like you know, right, right, like, again, like riding on the dragon for the first time is pretty cool. You see all the fields and stuff, and it looks awesome. But I can imagine that's going to get old too, right? Because like. I just want to get to the next pool. Let's so, go. Right. Oh, no, <laughs> see, so badly I wanted something to happen while we were on the dragons. Mm. Where yeah. even if, you know, you're gonna put me on rails and I can't control the flight, have some type of mechanic that we've got to take out things, you know, with air fire raining down on the right. way there. Like when we I was bored through the dungeon as far as like the the way it goes. MSQ wise, it is fantastic. Lore-wise, presentation-wise, it is beautiful. It is, you know, you have Astinian going in there. Then you have Tiamat coming through and blasting things. Like, present mm -hmm. cinematically, I should say, it is a fantastic dungeon and probably one of the better ones, in my opinion, lately. There is a lot yep. going on that it actually makes it feel like a pertinent part of the main story quest. Matoya's Relic felt like we need a dungeon here. Yeah. Yep. Let's let's yeah. say Matoya needs something from a different building and let's go get it. This felt yeah. absolutely part of the MSQ cinematically. It was perfect. I wanted so when those dun dragons dropped and everybody has to click one to get on, I'm like, oh please, let me just like air bomb something or you know, some new little thing yeah. in here. That would be enough to make me go, all right, they're thinking about new ways to make these things. Uh it was beautiful flying over the fields, but that's all it is. You just fly over. The, it could have been done with a teleporter. This was just more cinematic. Yeah. 
I don't know. I did like it. I really did like it. The Lunar Bahamut fight is is great. I think it's a very cool fight. Uh, but it is also like the downside of my list, Tark, is Tiamat and Lunar Bahamut entered the story and immediately are gone. They are yeah, immediately gone done. from the story. <laughs> <laughs> Such buildup from 5.4 and now, okay, right. wipe our hands. Okay, Just moving on. It's like, wait. Gone. Lunar Bahamut relegated like to a dungeon boss that is defeated, clearly defeated, not, you know, and just gone. I, it's like it's, Ferris says it's maybe like for now. Again. I don't think it's maybe for now because I think well, the focus shifts to Lunar Afrit at this point. Right. And, Lunar I, I think maybe, and you know, whatever yeah. else is out there. I think we're going to take care of those before the expansion even drops at this I point. I think so too. Um, I think it, it almost feels like to what you just said, though, it feels like they brought Lunar Bahamut in last patch so that they could have an excuse to release Tiamat. That's what it feels like. So okay. like maybe they're, maybe they're going to use her in like a side quest in Inwalker or something. Because we're going to be she, in the you know, Maybe for I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's it like I'm not sure what they're gonna do with her, but it seemed like like they didn't really have to choose Bahamut first. I mean Bahamut's a pretty big deal, right? So like yeah. I feel like really why they chose Bahamut is to release her to do something with her with Tiamat. If they don't if it's not, then they just release Tiamat to do nothing. Uh, yeah, it was almost disappointing know. that Lunar Bahamut was relegated to a dungeon boss. I yeah, I, I thought it was gonna matter bit. a lot more. Yeah. yeah. Um but I gotta give. I'll give the dungeon. If, let's score it one to ten, right? I'll uh, I'll give the dungeon an eight. I'm gonna set aside my biggest gripe, which is that the dungeons, and I've said it enough, are the biggest area of opportunity because they're all straight lines. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. not exclusive to Final Fantasy XIV either in the MMO space. So it's it's not just a fourteen issue. So I'm gonna set that aside and not let it impact my scoring because it is what it is, and I knew that's what it was gonna be before I got there. So basing it. Setting that aside, I gotta give it like an eight. Like cinematically, it was perfect, Tark. Cinematically, it was exactly what it needed to yeah. be. It's been a while since a dungeon fit the MSQ for me as much as this one does and feels like it's actually part of the MSQ. And the boss fights were pretty damn cool. I loved the the lightning stuff in the first one, having to ground yeah. it on the light posts and stuff. I thought that I was really failed cool. Failed that twice. <laughs> <laughs> So like, what I'm, am I doing with this? I'm going to give it an eight, Tark. What about you? Uh, I'll give it an 8.5. And I, you're right on. It, it felt one of the most cinematic uh, as far as the MSQ is concerned, uh, probably since the last dungeon of 5.0. Um, that was a huge, you know, over the world. And it just looks amazing. You're fighting this huge boss. And it's just an epic moment. Um, so that it, it gave me good feels in that way. Um, but yeah, you're right. You, you got to judge it against other Final Fantasy dungeons, unfortunately, because um, I wish we had good dungeon content. And I feel WoW does that. And I know there's this whole Mythic Plus. People like it, don't like it. I wish they were more challenging. Um, I wish there was a reason to go back into them, especially with a 5.5 patch. Like, I'm already done farming tombstones. I don't really need to do an expert. So I don't really need to see this dungeon ever again. So. Says the um, guy who just acknowledged a few moments ago failed the mechanic but, the first two times <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the first boss fight. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to see it again. It's done. It's beat. So, um, but I really did, uh, judging against other Final Fantasy dungeons, uh, 8.5, it was, it's, I, I really liked it. Ferris in chat says the tra soundtrack was amazing. It was. Absolutely. It was. Really it was great. It was very God, good. so can kick Well, we're going to talk about next, I think, beats it on that front, though. Uh, but the soundtrack was was lit. Go ahead, Kronos. 
Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. I'm going to give it an A2. I think me and Mike are pretty much the same mind when it comes to this dungeon and the 14 dungeons as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's awesome, though. It's like you, I think you made a good point, too. It's, it's the best cinematic dungeon like that relates to the main story since Amarat. 100%. Like, it actually feels like you're doing something, like, and they, like, for the main story. Kind of. Yeah. Like, I mean, Heroes Gone, like, kind of had that, but it was, Heroes Gone was more just like, hey, look at all your friends showing back up kind of thing. Whereas this, like, had some, like, gravity to it, it felt like. Yeah. So, I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right. Next up, we'll get to the 24 person raid, Yorha Dark Apocalypse. Wraps up the whole Yorha storyline. If you're a Nier fan, man. I gotta say, I you know I'm gonna let somebody else go first, but I honestly feel like they saved the best for last here. Uh, mm. The when comparing the other near dungeons, the Tower of Paradigms breach. We'll start with uh, we'll start with you this time, Kronos. What'd you think? I thought it was awesome uh, aesthetically. Like if you've played near, I, I haven't played Replicant, and a lot of the uh, the references in this, yep. like with the bosses and the gear, are a lot of Replicant references. Yep. Um, so I'm gonna, I didn't really I'm get show the some footage that I recorded while while doing it for the first time. So yep. excuse me, I don't remember if I cropped uh, deaths out of this or not. But if I die, I die. It's first time through with no <laughs> no video. Um, didn't know what we were getting but, into, but I, I show a couple of the bosses here. So enjoy. Yeah, but it, it was the bosses were a lot of fun. I don't I don't really care for the first boss much. I thought he was kind of bland. Um, but every boss after the first boss is awesome. Um, like the twins, the second boss, they're they're pretty fun. Although tanks are really bad at that. Um, <laughs> the the third boss, the the little the red the girl in the red dress, I thought was pretty cool. Uh, you get to play the hacking mini game, which is awesome. Yeah. And then the last boss, holy crap! The last boss is amazing. Like that arena. Please yeah. do that more. Please do that more. Yep. That arena is so cool. I mean, the mechanics like they're not the hardest thing in the world, but like I know the first time I got in there, I don't know if this happened to you guys. But the floor goes clear, right? And I'm like, oh, whatever, dude. It's just fine. And I'm just looking ahead. You know, I never think to look down. Oh, see, and I, I got just. I always have like a slight angle to my camera, so I got okay. the mechanic immediately as soon as the floor went clear and I could see the top of the building below us. Except I thought it was reversed. I thought we needed oh, to okay. land on the rooftop uh, that was below so us you... and continue the fight there. Uh, and so the so same I, thing happened to you. We just yeah. saw two different things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I slammed you. right into the damn thing and died and then got rezzed. And I'm like, okay, so avoid the buildings. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the music and, like, particularly the last boss music. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know it's, like, not the most, like, you know, it's not super metal or anything like that, but, like, Man, that remix, it's like it, it's like Final Fantasy 1 main theme, basically, like remix with a near track, and it's yep. some of the best music I think I've ever heard. Uh, don't it's be awesome. fooled by the trailer. It is not the music you think is going to be playing there by watching the trailer. It is a totally different track. Uh, yeah, yeah, so here's the second boss, amazing. Hansel and Gretel. This was my favorite boss in here, I think. I did very, very much like the last one, too. The trains were, <laughs> that was cool. The, the trains coming in, and they utilize that in a couple different ways. But uh, all I thought the mechanics from the top to bottom, this was this was the most Final Fantasy feeling of the near raids for me, by far. This is what I would have liked from the originals. This was clearly a near inspired raid in a Final Fantasy XIV game, not trying to turn near content 
in a way that works in an MMO. That's not to say I didn't enjoy the first two. I very much did. I still got to keep going to Puppet's Bunker because I don't have my stupid two <laughs> minions yet. I keep losing on those. Uh, but, we'll go together. <laughs> hey, I need them, so let's do it. Um, but this felt really Final Fantasy. Hansel and Gretel, I thought, was a tremendous fight, particularly because we literally just talked about there not really being a need for multiple tanks in most Final Fantasy content. A few tank swaps here and there because of stacks, particularly if you're a Savage Raider and stuff like that, but not a ton of it. The tanks have to know what they're doing here. Uh, and they have to get a grip on, oh, okay, that's what's going on. Great. All right, now we got it. Uh, and I like seeing that. It's not hard. You know, once you get it, you're, you're okay. Once you know what's going on, you're fine. Uh, here's a little bit of the last boss, too. Just absolutely tremendous raid. The music is phenomenal, and it is uh, 100% my favorite of the three near raids. I don't know where it fits in the top of, like, all 24. Crystal Tower was so damn good for me, so damn good for me, that uh, that I don't I don't know where it fits, but it's up there. What about you, Tark? What do you think about uh, Yorha? I unfortunately had um, this uh, this little tiny human and her, her brother that have been occupying me for the last day plus. So I have not gotten to near. So I am oh, like gotcha. joke now. You guys have like I need to get it done as soon as this is over. It's a blast, dude. It is an absolute blast. Um, how's, how's the story? I mean, you guys didn't talk the about story the story. Is is it's, it's okay. better? Yeah, it's better. It's better. It's better. Okay. Yeah. Um, the the. I guess the one disappointing part to me was like this patch did not have a beast tribe, right? And uh -huh. we're used to seeing a beast tribe uh, in the five. But this quest opens a weekly, or th this uh, 24 man completion opens a weekly quest. And I'm just like, where are we going with this? Why, why didn't you? I have no idea. Why didn't you just yeah. make them a beast tribe? Where are we going with this weekly quest? Like, I get what we're doing, you know, rebuilding and all that shit, but I'm not gaining rep with them. Like, I'm gonna do it once a week now because I don't know. It it fills in. You remember how in the first two Tark you had to take the the journal back into Puppet's Bunker or yes. back into the copied factory and go yep. explore things to fill like eleven different items? Yep. That doesn't happen in this one. You can't get back into this one, but okay. the weekly rewards you with another quest that is I my guess is it's gonna continue uh of Anog sending sending cards to you that then fill in that part of the the journal so my and then when you have a full journal on a week we get different endings i don't know we'll see i don't know where <laughs> they're going with this if you like near um then this was fantastic if you've played near replicant it was even better uh and if you were just so so on the first two you didn't absolutely hate the first two i think you're really gonna love this one the first boss is long needlessly i i think the second one is great. The third one is good. And the fourth one is great as well. So I'm going to give it a nine. I'm actually going to give nice. this a nine out of 10. I enjoyed the hell out of this one. Tark, we'll get, we'll circle back to you next week for your score. But what about you, Kronos? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a nine too, honestly. Uh, yeah. The only, I'm only so thing funny. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of knock 24 mans for, right? Just for like in general for a second. So like if you've ever done a raid, right? Like an eight man raid, you know, like everything has like a protean mechanic. Where like you have your spots. 
I feel like in 24 bands, the equivalent of that is get in the middle and then get to the sides. Like every boss has those mechanics. Mm. And I I just, I wish they would kind of experiment with that a little bit more. But there are mechanics in here that don't really exist in other places, like especially on the last boss, which I love. Um, and I just want more of that. But so yeah, it's it's really fun. The only the only knock on it is I don't really like the first boss much. Like after I did the first boss, I was like, oh, this is gonna be so lame. But then every boss after that killed. I I so. was all right with the first boss. I just thought the fight was too long. And obviously that yeah. that will that will become less and less of an issue as as more geared you know people get more geared right. for it that that aren't like at the savage or or high end of the the normal mm-hmm. rating scale at the five tens, the five fifteens, the you know five twenties, stuff like that. Uh, I think that'll get better over time. Um, or maybe it'll be tuned a little bit. That's something that I was thinking about, by the way. You don't see Square having to tune the raids an awful lot. Um, no, they're, they're, their internal QA is yeah, it's pretty, pretty, damn, pretty good. damn good. This one's definitely worth it. No need for PTR running. here. Yeah, right. Uh, next up, we've got, let's combine these two, the Sorrow of uh, sorrow of Whirlet, uh, which then leads into the Cloud Deck Trial against Diamond Weapon. Tark, did you have a chance to do this one? I got the normal done. You got the normal it done? Good, good normal fight, okay. uh, and the story. story so we'll awesome. start with you. We'll start with you on this one, then. Go ahead. All right. Uh, the fight is awesome. Uh, I like the having to remember some of the mechanics uh, from the previous weapons hopping back and forth between panels um, coming into its doggo form was pretty legit. I was like, Oh, it's, it's a dog, but okay, sure. Um, I got knocked off twice. That was great. I felt just peachy on that. Um, and then the story, I'm sorry, it's, it's got to be but ladies and gentlemen. He wants content to be harder. Yes, harder. I do want harder Make content, harder. <laughs> but they he took wants, away our hardest to content four times. To six two times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hey, and that's how you learn. You get better. Yep. That's um, but the story, I would just say about the story, one of the most gratifying and visceral off-screen deaths ever. It was amazing. I, uh, I can't, I can't agree with you more. Actually. Mm. I thought the story here, like it, I actually teared up a little bit. Um, I think the story here is executed better than the MSQ uh, in in just this patch, like in a vacuum, just the 5.5 patch. Um, The story, yeah, MSQ is setting things up. Great. I can appreciate that, but I really didn't feel like a lot happened. Like, I feel like things I already knew were just said out loud. Um, In the Sorrow quest line, man, that was some good stuff. That was um, mm-hmm. some very, very good stuff. This is where I am going to hesitate to spoil things for you uh, because I think this could be uh, a little a bigger spoiler for some people. Uh, yeah. The Diamond Weapon fight itself, the normal version, I thought was great. Um, I, w- I wasn't, like, blown away by it. I think, we- I think they've done better uh, trials. Uh, the sav or the um, extreme version. I don't have my clear yet, my first clear yet, but uh, holy hell! Like the extreme version is so much more interesting to me than the normal version, uh, because not only is there the movement between the two platforms, which, quite frankly, is is mainly for most mechanics optional in in normal. Uh, yeah, there's there's one that you really do have to bounce, but uh in in the extreme version 
there are absolute reasons to split your party onto the two platforms. There are absolute reasons why it might seem easiest if you teleported now, but you have to wait. You can't do it now because you're prepping for another mechanic coming down the line, and you, you're, there's a 20-second debuff uh, in teleporting. I thought the Ooh. while the normal version of this, I think we've done better in some pre in in even just some five O's, five dot X trials. I think the extreme version of this might be one of the more interesting ones for me in the entire five dot X series. What about you, Kronos? Uh, yeah, again, we I think we have the same mind today. Um, we, I, I, think I swear to God, by the way, nobody knew anybody's opinions on any of this stuff. The only thing I shared with either of these two was, hey, Kronos, it's another straight line dungeon. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah. And no, I, I Kronos this... and I do not raid together, so our right. opinions are coming from two different experiences. <laughs> I, I've, I've cleared the extreme. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about the story briefly because I'm not going to spoil anything. Uh, it's awesome. Basically what you guys said. Uh, if you haven't done it, it's it's definitely a good payoff if you've done that whole quest. and It, I don't, it, it makes me care more about Gaius um, and then oh, those characters, which yeah. is James awesome. I agree. The development um, that that character has received in the last three patches is tremendous compared mm -hmm. to not only the development he had in A Realm Reborn and, and Forward, but even the development in in 1.0 for players there, yeah, he was an important person. But as far as a character, man, these last right. three patches have nailed it for Gaius. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, like you said, the normal mode. It's it's you know it's a normal mode, right? It's it's fine. Um, it's fun first time, and and I'll never do it again. Uh, <laughs> the extreme though is like like you said, amazing. That debuff is what makes all the difference. Yeah. The fact that you can only jump once every twenty seconds. Is what makes you have to think about all the different mechanics. Um, I did it basically blind and and in Party Finder, and it we you know we cleared it pretty fast. It's it's not the hardest thing, but it's a lot of fun. And the teleporters, however they design them, it's like the most responsive thing I've ever seen in this game. Like, uh, if you've ever played Final Fantasy, you'll know that like sometimes you'll <laughs> yeah. you'll die, your body will be over here, and the AOE's here because you got you got clipped because the game basically is like, oh, well, he didn't move in time. Yeah. And so you're dead. When you when you touch that teleporter, you are shot across like a gun. Yeah, to the point like, where I'm, in I'm, normal, I, as a black mage, I teleported and then came off of it and I had triple cast up. I had already cast once before I ported. So I was trying to fire off to fire fours very quickly. So I took like mm -hmm. one step off the teleporter and started firing it. And it was like, nope, you didn't step off yep. the teleporter and sent my ass right back. <laughs> the, 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 cool, the, the cool thing is it's like a raider, right? The way I approach fights and stuff, you can, it's so responsive. You can weave, yeah. you can do a GCD yeah. and you can weave the teleport and not break your GC, like you, you'll be able to keep your GCD rolling, which is is awesome that they're able to do a mechanic like that. Um, so it, and it makes a lot of fun. But the only thing that kind of feels bad from that standpoint is he does jump a lot and become untargetable at pretty terrible times. Um, if you play like like uh classes with buffs and stuff, yeah. like he'll just when he's Ifrit, he'll just be like, hey. But the the mechanics that he does where he like hangs from the orbs and he dead, like they're really cool. Uh, the way you have to solve mechanics, cool. The way you use the platforms, they're awesome. Yeah, it's it's my second favorite uh, EX trial fight in this expansion behind Warrior of Light, I think, and it's it's up there in just in general. That so. the Diamond Weapon uh, Extreme and or Cloud Deck Extreme and uh, the Twenty Four Man, they both 
have just reinvigorated the desire in me to be able to pull my camera back further. Uh, both yeah. of these fights have made me just like, and this happens periodically with a particular trial or a particular raid where you're just like, ah, let me roll this camera back a little further, please. Uh, yeah, but that's never going to happen. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so Tark, you, you, we'll, yeah. we'll skip you on this one. Kronos. Okay. Uh, you, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your final score on the, the sorrow Normal quest and, and the, uh, um, okay. and the diamond weapon fight itself. Uh, the quest, I will give it uh, a 9.0. Uh, and the, well, since it's just a normal, I'll give that a, a seven and a half. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I would probably give the quest like an eight. Um, no, I, if I'm going to rate it higher than the MSQ, I'm, I'm going to, you're right. I think I'll agree, agree with you. Put it at a nine. I actually give the normal version a six. It's, it's run of the mill and does what it needs to do. Um, to complete that storyline. The extreme version, I'll probably give like an 8.5 uh, to it. It's not quite a 9. It's not quite my favorite, but it's probably my second most favorite one in the 5.x series. Go ahead, Kronos. Yeah, yeah like uh, I agree with you on the extreme. It's probably like right around 8.5. Like I said, like if, if we're light for me, it's kind of like a 9, somewhere around there. And like Thornton's probably like my favorite primal, like around like 9.510. So it's, yeah, probably 8.5 is good. I think personally, because I'm gonna compare it to other side quest stories, I think this is a ten. Like as far as the, I mean, the quest goes, I I won't disagree like, with you. But like Hildebrand is cool, right? And, <laughs> and it's like it's it's different and interesting. But this story like feels like it matters. Um, whereas Hildebrand's kind of like you know comedic relief, kind of. Yeah, sure. And and I don't think we really have that other than this that exists in the game. So I I think it's really good, and it, and it's like a pretty satisfying conclusion. And then they might even do more is. than people are going to. It very much is. It very much is satisfying. Uh, this one, I'm going to have to bow out on. I did not do any of the Save the Queen or Bosja's stuff, so I will defer to you gentlemen. Kronos, we'll start with you. It's not out yet. So. Oh, this is the 555 stuff. Never mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. been tweaks, but um, if they're just tweaks to... Right, right, right. Things in there I'm currently. Dumb. So no, I'm dumb. That's it. <laughs> it's all good. All good. Don't worry. You want a G warrior mount? <laughs> Hell yeah, it would be cool. Dude, He's not I, G war. Is G savior now? Uh, that's true. G, they changed G the name. savior. G savior. Uh, let's go with the world eater. Unreal. I attempted to queue many, many, many times, and ha I'm DPS. So the you know the trials of DPS. Mm. And just got bored with trying to queue so many times. So I actually have not had a chance to even attempt it yet, uh, let alone clear it. What about you, Kronos? I cleared it today. Hey, nice. um, all right. It, it, uh, you know, it's an unreal. It's interesting. The the people that attempt it are, uh, I think a lot of people, this is like their, I don't know. First it, time, it, maybe. Yeah. I just, I, they call it Unreal, right? And they put it above Extreme, which is weird to me because I feel like the way they try to design it and sell it to people is, hey, you're 430, you can go do this because it's going to sink everyone else down to 430 and you can kind of play this fight as it was back when other people did it, which is yeah. cool. But it's not I feel exactly like lot, what's going on. It's not. It's actually pretty... I mean, because of the sinking, it makes some things kind of hard. Um, and then you have like... Like with Shiva, for example, like the old the way stuff was back in the day where you have to move bosses and they just aren't very responsive. Like the ads do that in this fight. They just 
go all over the place. Um, yeah, and, and and people have people are struggling. Like when I was doing this in PF, the biggest struggle is killing the ad that fears everybody in time and yeah. stun locking it. That was um, that was how it was back in the day too. That, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, that it's not really so much people falling off as it is people. Well, I mean, I guess they're falling off. They're getting feared and then they walk <laughs> off. But it's it's really not like the slams aren't really killing people. Um, and and the Briny Mirror, I think people are trying to figure it out. That's there's not really another mechanic that exists in the game outside of like life that, no. and it does that. Um, and it, but it does kind of suck for most healers because it pretty much everything triggers it unless you're a scholar. So. Yeah, um, and then Paladin's obviously really good in that fight because it was really good back in the day. It still can do the same thing where you can just that shield bash is actually useful, <laughs> uh, which is kind of funny. But no, it's fun. I like Leviathan a lot. Um, I'm glad they brought this back. I'm glad this is the new Unreal, and, and I think I'll have fun doing this once or twice a week. It is what it is. Tark, have you played it yet? Not yet. Okay. Uh, but you have been playing quite a bit on the PlayStation 5 now. Hell yeah. And the official version of yes. the PlayStation 5. I mean, it's open beta, but for all intents and purposes, it's official, and we expect this open beta to be very, very short unless there's some type of catastrophic yeah, like, failure that they need to address. Maybe three weeks, yeah. Yeah, which we don't. I don't even know if it'd be that long. I think they'll run two weeks <laughs> and then just launch the damn thing. Uh, so you've had 48 hours now to play it. Have you messed with the 4K goodness, the performance setting versus the 4K? Have you messed with all the different interfaces, the load times? Give us the rundown top to bottom. I actually installed it on my PS5 back here, but I was so wrapped up yesterday in playing on the PC that I never switched platforms because I was <laughs> like, I really want to get this done. Yeah, fuck it. Tark is playing on the PS5. I'll let him just uh, carry this segment. <laughs> well, how, where do we want to start? We want to start with uh, the 4K? Go wherever you it, want to, my friend. This is Tark's freaking, corner. This is freaking gorgeous. <laughs> the draw distance. Um, I checked out the lock. You can see all the way to Alamigo. You can see the flags flying at, on Alamigo. It's just... Uh, there is a little bit of uh, anomalies um, with like stairs and stuff, and shadows aren't quite as crisp as they should be but overall it's, it's beautiful uh, seeing the fields of Pagalthon in the 4k was like oh that is gorgeous and the tower rising up I was like this is just amazing I have not messed with the, the uh, settings for the 60 frames per second um, I plan on doing that uh, for near I have never thought Let me, that hold on. icon Can I ask you resolution question, actually yeah, you're, you're playing on 4K, right? You yeah. got the goodness. Like, mm -hmm. are we playing on a 4K monitor? Or are we playing on a 4K, you know, fucking monster TV? My, my 65 inch Samsung <laughs> state of the art. There it is, 65. That's yep. what the that's the stat we were looking the for. Glorious. <laughs> it is glorious. Um, I have never thought that the resolution of my icons on my hotbar mattered so much. They are downright crispy clean it is amazing Yoshi even P the would, icons would be very happy to hear you say this <laughs> the icons on the teleport selection screen i'm like oh my god the clarity of the mini map and the map it's like holy crap I, like there's like more detail than i can remember like where where did all this come from it is glorious i love it the low times yulmore to Wherever you want, or back to Yulmar. 
two seconds tops. If that. It's great. I love it. Why didn't this come sooner? Uh, All right, prob- it, probably because we had the PlayStation 3 and the PlayStation, <laughs> the PlayStation 4. Like, out. we had to wait for the PlayStation 5. Yeah. Kind of an yeah. incremental thing, I know. It's, it's Sony so making good. a lot of mistakes lately. If you want to know more about that, watch Gaming Gumbo on Saturdays, 7 no. p.m. Eastern here on Ready Check Radio. Uh, but hey, yeah. hey, why, why are they going to make a push on that? <sighs> I hate you. I hate you. Yeah, I'm looking forward. <laughs> I haven't played it yet. I was doing too much in the game that I was like, nah, I don't want to get on the consoles right now because I would have to freaking import my hot bars. And I was just like, yeah, uh, you know, we'll, we'll hit Tark up for some info on it, but it is installed. It is ready to go. Uh, if you've been playing on the PS4 like Tark, or if you play like me on the PS4 casually, uh, you can go ahead and upgrade this. There is no cost for you to do so. So if you own all the expansions, go ahead Get yourself onto the open beta and then get yourself upgraded as long as you own the PS4 versions of the game. You can upgrade yourself to the PS5 version. Uh, and any of you that started on the PS3, you haven't had to pay for shit. You got you got <laughs> to upgrade from the PS3 to the PS4, from the PS4 to the PS5. You can't really beat that. So I've, I've... They, they had to pay, dude. They had to play on the PS3. That's that true. Their payment. That's true. That's, that's, that's true. true. That's true. That's true. And it's I, not like I we actually have the, the software for the PS3, yeah. but I never installed it. I never installed it. I don't know why no. I bought it on the PS3. <laughs> I, I wasn't playing on, on the console. But anyway. All right. Some odds and ends here. Kronos, how many new mounts did you pick up? Uh, So I have both the Ishgard mounts. I bought one of the Gill mounts. Which one? Uh, the the tw- the cheaper one, the twenty five mil. I don't have seventy five million Gill, so I have to make some Gill. Mm. Um, so I've been crafting a lot. Come into play. Um, <laughs> I, got, I already got both the Ishgard mounts, so I had some scripts saved up, and then I, w- I was lucky enough to get it on my first like fit. I got the mount, so oh, nice. Done with that. Uh, so I got to get Diamond, but then Diamond will lead to the other mount. Uh, I I don't know if y'all have seen this, but um, they found that like. There's a cruise chaser mount coming, but it's in, I think it's going to be in the half patch. I'm excited about that. So, so but yeah, I'm, I'm working my way through getting all of them. Did you did you happen to get um, the last 5.x mount that you needed to get the? No, I'm missing diamonds. You're missing diamonds still. I didn't know if you got it to drop or not. Yeah, no, I've only, I've only cleared diamond like five or six times. It hasn't dropped yet. That's so. all, huh? That's all. It, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> Rest assured, I will get it. <laughs> you'll, you'll see a picture on Twitter of the mech dragon as soon as I get it. <laughs> it's, uh, after I'll patch day, it. we were running into problems with world visits uh, to the point where they, it just was flat out broken and people were being mm. stuck in different places. Uh, so they had to bring the whole service down. Now, we had that in the show notes. We should uh, update you. That is fixed. Uh, that has mm. been resolved as of today. So no longer an issue. And we also received news, gentlemen, that, hey, the next live letter, Tark, it's going to be at FanFest. I bet you didn't see that one coming, huh? Shocker! <laughs> right? I, I thought it was going to come, uh, like, in the next two, three weeks. I don't know why they would push that back so far. FanFest. It's amazing. It's amazing. Anybody else do their hatching tide? Get your chicken suits? I did it really quick. 
No. There is no mouse. There's no minion. Is there a minion? No, but there's a diable chicken suit. There's a diable chicken suit. I do want to get that. I do want to get that. There was the world first 24 man near kill with all chickens, dude. You missed out on that. With all chickens. I actually. This game is degenerate, dude. Let me tell you. Everybody just raids and. Yeah. It was cool. It was interesting. It was a neat little fate. Everybody in this game just wants to wear. They just want to wear frog suits and chicken suits and choke. I just want to wear like a cool robe. These guys are like running around like degenerates with like dressed up like animals. Did you see the? You want to look like Hugh Hefner? Is that what it is? Did you see the new stuff <laughs> on the store? Speaking of Hugh Hefner, there's a bunny outfit. <laughs> hey. Like I'm not. I'm not even joking. You know, I got no? my little email yeah. today that was like, "Hey, new optional items." One's a bunny outfit, and I was like, "Get the hell out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> Come on. All right, so now it is time to give your overall summation of 5.5 and your overall 1 through 10 score from three Final Fantasy fanboys. I think, though, we do make a nice balance here because we're not afraid to criticize the game, too. So, Sure. uh, Let's go. Who wants to go first? Tark, you want to go first? Uh, In my incomplete status, yeah, you you kind of got to give a pending score. Pending... Uh, seven. So just kind of putting it slightly above average, huh? Yeah. I'm, I think Nero bumped that up a little bit, but I think we'll so see. too. I think that's I think that's fair for you not having done near uh, or checked out uh, Diamond Extreme yet. What do you got, Kronos? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like eight point five. This might be like one of my favorite patches that doesn't have raid con like you know as they i know there's a 24 man raid yeah, but like yeah, eight yeah. man raid like uh savage or ultimate savage content or ultimate. Okay. um i think this might be one of my favorite patches without those but like obviously that those are the reasons i play the game which is why i probably can't give this patch like a nine or a ten so i'll say 8.5 uh i think i'm gonna go and i'm gonna put it at the 7.58 spot like right in there like if i'm feeling generous let's say eight uh, and you know what Let's just give it an eight. I'll say that the the twenty four man pulls it up away from the seven point five territory. I think Diamond Extreme yeah. is a tremendously good fight. Uh, I think Diamond Normal is perfectly adequate at what it does. I think the dungeon is fantastic cinematically and narratively for the main story quest. But at the end of the day, is another walk in a straight line, making big pulls until you get to the boss dungeon. And I just want to see something different on that front. Uh, the main story quest itself, I think, was too much of a tease. I understand that it's the dot five. It's going to be split into two parts, and it's going to lead into the expansion. So there's going to be some teasing slash cliffhangers. But I just think we didn't really move the story forward at all here, besides setting Tiamat free and then burning through the dungeon and killing Lunar Bahamut, like, and that's it. Now Tiamat is presumably free to do whatever Tiamat wants to do with dragons, and maybe that'll come back into play in in five 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 or six zero. Maybe it won't. Uh, it just feels like, yeah, we didn't really move anything forward. Um, it was too much of a tease, let's say. So I'm gonna put it right at eight. I think it's a very very well done patch. Uh, left a little to be desired in some fronts, and I'm really wondering. Why the hell I have a new weekly quest that doesn't show me <laughs> any like reputation gains or like I, I don't I don't know why I'm doing it except it seems like it's probably going to add the uh, Paradigm's Breach uh, portable journal stuff. 
Uh, that looks to be what it's it's doing. We'll see next Tuesday if when I do this, we get another letter from uh, Anog Kronos. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to put it at an eight. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. They've done better, <laughs> but they've also done worse. They've also done worse. Uh, last two things on uh, the Square Enix side of business. Told you we'd get to them, but not a lot we can spend a, a ton of time on. Uh, Saga Frontier Collection has released, so a little reminder mm. if you uh, wanted to pick that up. It is out. I will be getting that, uh, so look for me to stream it at some point. I don't know when. I don't know when. Yeah, old on the Amul Jaw. Yeah, that was like the most, <laughs> the quickest piece brokering ever <laughs> between old on the Amul Jaw. <laughs> it was like, hey, you guys died on the battlefield. No more are we going to fight each other. <laughs> It was kind of like when they made a city and a scion. They're like, hey, you want to be a scion, bro? Yeah, yeah. cool. I'm in. Yeah. All right, sweet. Grahatia, too. <laughs> hey, you want to be a scion? Yeah. All right, sweet. Scion. Welcome. Um, it's like Tony Stark dubbing uh, Spider Man. You're an Avenger. If, you're done. If you've been playing near Automata or near Automata, depending on whatever you prefer to call it, uh, via the Steam version, and you've been a little disappointed. There have been a lot of issues on the Steam version. Ironically, the Microsoft Windows Store version working better. I'm, God, who thought I'd ever say that about any product? Um, that is getting some severe patching. Square Enix is not leaving you uh, in the dark and mercifully because they, they need to. So there's been some issues there. All right, gentlemen, I think it's time we head over and do Love It or Leave It. Yeah, the Amal John Olda. We're sorry. We're sorry, too. All right, let's go. <laughs> all right. So now I'm going to ask. We've all rated it. We've all gone through it. I'm not going to ask you to love or leave the whole patch because you better love it or the story ends here. But I do want to set aside <laughs> the main story quest itself. And again, in a vacuum, not comparing it to other dot threes, dot fives, whatever. Just looking at this particular presentation, the MSQ, and you can include the dungeon. Did you love it or do you leave it and you're just waiting for the next version? Kronos, we'll start with you. Yeah, I'm going to go love it. Like I said, um, not having solo instances and stuff, doesn't, that's not really like a reason I really play the game much, so it doesn't bother me. I get why people would be upset that they're not there. But I like where the story's going. Um, it's got me thinking about what they're going to be doing in, in the future, which is kind of what every patch feels like it does leading up to the expansion. So so I, I definitely love it. Tarkov. Much Great. contemplation. Much contemplation. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's It was a good dungeon. I, I like the little twist at the end because I thought the towers were batteries funneling to the moon. No, they're batteries to funnel the creations of lunar primals. So that was a cool little twist. I, wait, uh, I oh, love hold it. on, hold on, hold on. You're, you're, I gotta, I gotta interject on that one because I totally forgot what? to bring this up. You just reminded me. Uh, watching the main story quest and having them all these characters ask about different functions of the tower and how do they do this and why do they do this and stuff like that. Nobody asks how they just appeared in multiple places instantaneously. True. This like not one scion is like, oh yeah, by the way, while we're talking about what are the Garleans doing with this, should we ask how are the Garleans able to just 
build infrastructure within Ooh. all the city walls, basically, <laughs> of yeah. every major city state in Aorzea <laughs> it is kind of a without any of us knowing. <laughs> Suspend your disbelief. They just appeared magic. It's magic. It's magic. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go well, ahead, Tark. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna love it, and I can't wait for the last part. Uh, it's gonna be epic. Um, I gotta leave it, gentlemen. Uh, I mean, Ooh. I hate to disagree and play and play negative Nancy on this one, I, and that's not because I hated it. I like the dungeon. I, I've already been very. I gave the damn thing the whole patch and eight. But the main story quest by itself, even counting the dungeon, although very cinematic and very uh, narratively driven and fitting with the MSQ, I don't feel like we actually moved the damn story. I felt like this was a placeholder for, well, we really can't reveal that, we can't reveal that, and we can't reveal that. That's going to be in the dot five uh, or in the 6.0 launch. So... What if we bring in Lunar Bahamut and another dra and we'll free Tiamat and they can fight that real quick? That'll get us to the dot five. And I know it's probably more well thought out than that, and it'll probably be narratively tied up in five five uh, and into the launch of six But in a vacuum by itself, this feels like a patch that if I didn't do the content of, I wouldn't be all that narratively behind anybody. So on that respect, I think I gotta say leave it. <sighs> It feels bad though to That's, say that. That is very sad. I, if they didn't pull I, a, I a, a Moonbrita with Lunar Bahamut, would you feel differently? If they would have just shown me the fucking weapon, like spoil, give oh. me something, like any one of those things, Tark, any one of those <laughs> things, and I wouldn't have thought that they were holding everything back for dot five five. I just came out of it with the impression you. of they wanted to reveal nothing here. And so, kind of like the live letter. Let's fill the, yeah, yeah, actually, a lot like the, the previous live letter. Yeah. All right. Let us know what you think in the comments below. Now, just a quick note there is no Relic Grind next Thursday. There's actually no podcast next week at all. Now, we'll still be streaming as normal. So, everybody will be streaming and playing their games, including me, where I'm able to. Uh, as normal, but there will be no podcast. We're getting new desktop equipment here at the center, my office. Word. Uh, and so we'll be, you know, moving files and all that shit. So I'm still going to try to stream Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, provided I'm, you know, up and running enough to be able to do that, but no podcast next week. So we will see you two Thursdays from now. Let us know in the comments below, either on YouTube or on readycheckradio.com, what you thought of the expansion or the five dot uh, five patch and the dungeon and the 24 man and all of it. Let us know in the comments below and we'll be sure to circle back next show uh, and get Tarkov's final opinions on some of those things until next time. Kronos, where can everybody find you? My friend? Uh, yeah. Same as always. If you want to see the mech dragon picture at the end of this week, when I get my mount, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> nice. down there. Big show off Tark. You can find me at Twitch and Twitter at Tarkov gaming. It's right there. Um, and I just hope for Sokin's remix of the song Push It. Um, hmm, push it real good. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio. Get all the tweets every time we go live for one of our three shows or any one of our volunteer streamers who hang out all the time playing games, hanging out, and having fun with you. Until next time, gang, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Later. Later.